Welcome to Am I Going to Hell, a podcast where two sisters reconcile their Catholic guilt. I'm Maddie. And I'm Meg. Where was the... Oh, fuck me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The name of the... And the name of the Father, Son, and some nunnery. Welcome to Am I Going to Hell. Who are we? Who knows? All right, let's get into it. Okay, Radley is back with us this week, so you're in luck and about to hear more Ruru's. Ruru. So, I thought this week we'd talk about one of my experiences with the Catholic Church. That was very unique, and one my grandma, who is a very devout Catholic, had never even heard of. So, huh. I'm going to set the stage. I'm yes. a freshman in college. Okay. I've decided... I feel a little lost and I'm going to look to the church for some comfort, maybe reestablish my Catholicism might've been around the time you were getting close to confirmation. So I think I was like, this, this is time. I could be a good Catholic role model. Yeah. Uh, I convinced my boyfriend at the time to accompany me to church. Is this? Yes. <laughs> but we are going to redact that statement. While I we have are said on good no names. <laughs> While we're on good terms with said ex, we don't need to name them out of kindness. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. so we go to church and are told we're having a special ceremony that day. I was like, okay, that's weird, but I'll roll with it. What ceremony do you think we were having? Even though I prefaced and told you, I want you to guess what ceremony you would think would be happening. I mean, I thought you, like, I mean, if there's a ceremony in a church, there's, like, baptism, wedding, yeah, con, like, communion, but communion in the morning would be weird. Um, yeah, but those are the common But those ones. are, like, yeah, those are pretty common, the, the, the usual. What if I told you it was a wedding? What kind of wedding? <laughs> Not just any wedding. A wedding where a woman got married to Christ. It's called... Hey, Suze, we're getting married. (laughs) That could be a fun... That would be such a cute romantic comedy. Just, like, marrying Jesus. Oh, my God. Hallmark? We're putting a pin I'm I'm trademarking this right now. Don't come for it. Don't come for this idea. Hallmark, if you want this movie, we'll we'll work on the script. You can give us money, but I'm going to patent it right now. So, this is known as a consecrated version. Version. This is known as a... Like a version. (laughs) As a consecrated virgin, which is a vocation taken by women within the Catholic Church who wish to give themselves as brides to God. So um, how is this different from being a nun? You know, I'm not sure if I'm going to have the answer to that, but this article that I have linked from the BBC does talk about how even within Catholic... I am having trouble speaking <laughs> today. It's We're like not when- in a rush at all. Neither of us have plans. Okay. <laughs> we have plans. Even with Catholicism, consecrated virgins are little known mostly because this vocation was only publicly sanctioned by the church less than 50 years ago. So a reason why our grandma might not know about it. Okay. Um, During the consecration ceremony, the candidate will wear a bride-like white dress and make lifelong chastity vows 
and promise never to engage in sexual or romantic relationships. Okay. So, oh, and they wear a wedding ring. Cool, cool. Yeah, that's a cool way to get a wedding ring. There are at least 4,000 consecrated virgins in the world. This was as of 2015, so I don't know. Maybe there was a drastic spike after the Ronies, in case people decided. Yeah, just like alone for a year. It's like, you know what? (laughs) I can do this. Yeah, it's fine. Um, And there is no such equivalent in the Catholic Church for a man. Whoa. Whoa. So you're telling me a man can't marry Jesus? Ridiculous. Uh, it's Pride Month, so I think I, we should call for you consecration know, I, of virgin men. Yeah, because personally, I think Jesus was gay, but you didn't hear that from me. Actually, you did. You know what? Okay, so I have found a reason that people might choose this as opposed to nunhood. So when you're a nun, I believe you take a vow of chastity. Um... And I think you can do that even if you have engaged in sexual activity. You can take a vow of chastity after the fact. Um, So that's the same. You can't get married or have have sexual romantic relationships. As a nun, you have to take a vow of poverty. So nuns don't really get a salary. They get like a living stipend within the community. They have just enough to get by. Um, it's like the it's like the opposite of a sorority. It's like <laughs> a bunch of poor virgins. <laughs> just like all in Africa. And that's the episode. Dorming I together. That's all we need. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, and you have to wear modest clothing. So like that's also. Okay. Um, so... You can look like a slut if you're married to Jesus. You just can't do anything about it. I guess. So one thing is, um, and why this particular girl, the article, is about I'm reading, and then I'll, you know, circle back to my experience, (laughs) um, is she didn't share the call to the community life. So the nuns are in their community, expected to possibly take vows of silence, um, abstain from social media and smartphones, which I guess is fair. I don't see many (laughs) nun TikToks. Like nuns on a mission trip, you know, just having a good time. Yeah. And then she also didn't want to be, um, so this is a word I haven't heard before, a specific apostolate, which is a form of evangelistic activity or work. And that would be something that a community of nuns would have. So I guess when I think nuns, I think of schools. I think of Sister Act, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I think, but I mean, and Sister Act too. They are at a school, so okay, kind so, of the same train of thought. I just so I, guess. I think if there was a bunch of Whoopi Goldbergs <laughs> just having a good time together, and they're making a choir. I, you know what? I think that's a good lifestyle. Is there any any other thing about the? I'm trying to read if there's anything else about the consecration ceremony. Um, to be perfectly honest, 
I didn't have an answer when you asked what's the difference between nunhood and this, but I guess it's the community and just, you still get to do your own life. Oh. What? A new development. Yes, sorry. I I am reading this article (laughs) live, live react. So... The document says all candidates must not have been married or in public or flagrant violation of chastity, but if there's an indiscriminate act in the past as a young person, or maybe a woman who was raped and so is not a virgin, but not out of choice. So I can't tell if that's saying like, okay, that's the exception to the rule, or if it's saying, sorry, you're out. I mean, wait, reread it. It says, and the document still says that candidates must not have been either married or in public or flagrant violation of chastity, she said. She said, maybe there's one indiscriminate act in the past as a young person, or maybe a woman who was raped and so is not a virgin, but not out of choice. Ultimately, she says, it is about encouraging this particular vocation among Catholic women. So okay. it's kind of reading think, to me as I maybe think you it's, can't. I, I thought, I feel like I'm getting the opposite. I don't know. I feel like it's probably something to where it's like, oh, it wasn't your choice. But then I feel like it would still be kind of like a, this shamey sort of attitude about it. Yeah, I have scrolled up. I feel up. like it would probably exist there. I have scrolled up in the article and it does say, the Vatican now states that, unlike nuns who may take a vow of celibacy from the day they enter a religious order, these brides of Christ have been expected to be lifelong virgins. But in section 88 of the document, whatever the document is, there's just one. The Vatican (laughs) now states that to have kept her body in perfect continence or to have practiced the virtue of chastity in an exemplary way is extremely important, but not an essential prerequisite. In other words, it may no longer be necessary to be a virgin. But I think the exception, hopefully, in that case, yeah, it's I not mean, out of choice. But I mean, I know the Catholic Church respects women a lot. So I, I assume that they would. Yes, it's what the, the website, the article says. But I just giving the benefit of the doubt to the Catholic Church isn't always. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I don't know. Interestingly, um, people found these guidelines disappointing. See, that that's what I thought. That's what I thought would happen. Yeah. Okay. That's, yep. So, there it is. So, now the consecrated virgins are mad because others can be consecrated virgins when they're not truly a virgin. The audacity. Yeah. That's, it's not like virginity is a construct or anything. What should do you and Take a pause, Bradley. Come up here. Come up here. This is Bradley in intermission for myself. And we are back after a brief Bradley intermission. No. Back to college, back to freshman year, back to taking <laughs> my boyfriend of the time with me to church. Yes. Was he like a practicing no, any this religion, is like this like, is like his first, maybe he did like a Christmas and Easter at some point. But really, he didn't, really, I don't think he had to go to a lot of church. Okay, 
And so the first experience he really has is this, it was, it was over two hours. It was over a two hour ceremony. I mean, maybe they announced it and there's usually a church brochure with announcements. So maybe they'd announced it in the previous week, but it was my first time going. So I didn't know. And there's nothing indicating this was a special service. It's just a morning yeah. service. I feel yeah, like I was hoodwinked into going to yeah. the wedding, but I wasn't invited to. Well, that sounds like fun. Like, I just I was don't... mortified. I. Well, how just... long were you even dating at the time, too? Like a few months. Like not so long. So that's not even. To... Bradley, I swear. Even even going to church yeah. was a bit of a stretch, but. I'm quite yeah. persuasive and would never take anyone to church. <laughs> Again, this was a different time for me. This was this was an attempt at finding God in what was really just a slow decline of my mental health and trying to find and grasp at anything that would solve that. But that's for another day. Okay. We are back. We had a visitor show up. I don't know how I'm going to be able to edit this, so this might be the awkward transition that I use. So, I was discussing taking my boyfriend to Consecration of the Virgin ceremony. That's just a really fun, I think that, I don't really know, more of a thick date. date opportunity, actually. <laughs> like, you know, you start off, like... <laughs> Bradley. You go to the movies, then you go to get coffee, and then it's Maybe dinner. <laughs> Eventually, it's like, listen. And it's like, look, uh, I'm going to be doing this, actually, so... This is a preview of what's to come for me. <laughs> I was mortified. This service ends up lasting over two hours, which is... Um, I just think that you should have left. Because um, I would have... <laughs> now we begin the wedding <laughs> fuck you i'm out like you don't know her i just I didn't i still so don't like, know her i i'm not gonna be at a what i feel like it's it's more intrusive to stay at your virgin wedding like i just don't that's a good point because like how often do you see a sign that's like welcome to the wedding of mr and mrs so-and-so and you're like well yeah. this is my normal church time so yeah. yes i'm going to this yeah, like, that's not, I don't know. I would have left, I think. Yeah. I would have just pretended I was going to the bathroom. <laughs> and then just and I would have had to leave my boyfriend. How did we both? And you both needed to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I do think uh, there were refreshments afterward. I think there was cake. Oh, so did you punch. get any cake? I think so, but honestly, I don't remember fully because, like I said, it's a little embarrassing. I mean, if you're going to host something that's two and a half hours long, you should at least bring some cake. Yeah, there was um, cake. There was a reception afterward. Yeah, well, that's, that's nice. Did she have, like, a wedding dress or anything? She did. She was, oh, in, that's a, cool. she was in a white dress. Okay. I don't know if it was an official wedding dress or just a white dress, but... Okay, that's was, fun. We were in all white. We It was it was a real deal. Pretty traditional. Okay. And I called my parents afterward to ask them what the hell that was they have no idea told me to call grandma who's been like i said earlier in this episode a practicing catholic for a long time not even grandma was familiar with anything oh, of buddy. the sort <laughs> anyway, my grandma had never heard of that she had a funny question 
which I won't share, but you can maybe guess. Maybe. Maybe. If you have a grandma. Yeah. And she says things. Sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I don't want to throw any shade at this person because I do think I could tell it was an emotional experience for her. So I know I'm being a little shitty in some of my remarks. Hey, um, Virgin Bride, if you're listening, (laughs) um, just want to let you know, my sister says, thank you for the cake. Um, <laughs> lovely ceremony. Sorry she didn't bring any gifts. Sorry gift. I crashed Yeah, sorry wedding. she crashed it because she didn't know that it was your wedding. But um, it was a lovely ceremony. Thank you so much. Um, really, really it was. You know, there's only apparently like 400 people. So it's not. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, it's not a huge you get a, community. Like, you just kind of like pretty. Yeah, we got like. 7 billion people now and only 400 people or that's a pretty that's exclusive pretty, group yeah you're probably up there with that's, like the billionaires yeah just like no it's the billionaires and then it's concentrated <laughs> Con- <Wait>. concentrated <laughs> no it's concentrate it's like a no smoothie. they're not orange juice they're consecrated consecrated <laughs> no pulp for these virgins um i do think if this was a path I chose to take, <laughs> though it might be a little late for me due to my age and nothing else. Um, I do think between nunhood and uh, the solo life, I would probably want to do the solo route, yeah. if anything. Like, You're not a fan of the poor virgin sorority. <laughs> it's not that. It's just I have a tendency uh, when I'm involved in clubs, if I find something annoying about what they're doing rather than improving it and making it better I just get frustrated (laughs) and quit so I don't think I'd make it through none life because one thing ticks me off and that's that Uh, which might also explain something about my thoughts and feelings toward organized religion but (laughs) wait (laughs) we have plenty of podcast episodes (laughs) to explore that one yeah isn't there didn't you say you had some nun embezzlement that you wanted to get into today? Well, we could. It just does feel kind of out of left field, but, like, let's do it. Let's just wrap this up wrap with... Wrap it up with nun embezzlement and... For every every good nun, actually, before we get into that, nun, I do want to say, and this is why I thought nuns had looser restrictions, because there was a socialite who gave it all up to become the Carmelite nun. You know, I tried to look it up and I didn't totally get it. So maybe we can save that for another episode. (laughs) Um, But she took a vow of silence, solitude, and poverty. She recently died, which is why this article came out. Oh my God, it was like this year too. RIP. But she was known as Anne Russell Miller, a wealthy San San Francisco socialite. She had lavish parties season tickets to the opera and she mothered 10 children 10 10 children she married i think having more than four kids you're just starting a cult (laughs) like if you have more than you are trying to start a cult that's the only 10 i have a remark on that later (laughs) who i think's on their way to cult (laughs) 
Uh, she married the VP of Pacific Gas and Electric. Let's see. She had a million and one friends. She smoked. She drank. She played Ooh. cars. Cards. cards. <laughs> she became no. an open water <laughs> diver. Um, and, you know, she just was roughing it. And then her husband died of cancer in 1984. And it was then that she began her long-considered bid to join one of the strictest orders of nuns in the world. So Carmelites must be pretty uh, strict. No. Okay. So billionaires con- <laughs> consecrated. <laughs> then Carmelites. <laughs> Carmelites pass up the consecrated. Um, they live largely in silence. They don't leave the monastery. Only if they have to see a doctor. Unless and... Whoopi Goldberg shows up. Oh, I guess she didn't sing very well. Like, what? you? I guess you're allowed to sing if it's for prayer, but... Yeah, I don't know. She had 28 grandchildren. See, Colt. And more than a dozen great-grandchildren. <laughs> My God. Like, I don't... Do you get to meet them? Oh. Like, can they, like, can they visit you? Acknowledge? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like you can't leave, but like they can visit you maybe. Oh, this is actually this is actually very nice. So she had a huge party for her 61st birthday with over 800 guests to say farewell to her friends and family. They ate expensive seafood, listened to live orchestral music, and Anne wore a flower crown. Okay. She told her guest she had devoted her thir- first 30 years of life to herself the second 30 to her children, and the last third of her life would be dedicated to God. Okay. And she really, he really made her serve her time because this is 61. She lived to 92, so God's like, yeah, he was like, 30 yeah, year if, you said, if you said a third, I, yeah, we're making it happen. Yeah, so okay. I don't know if she really would have hung out with her family after that, but I think that is very interesting. Yeah, I mean... You know, you could have done like a one third, two third to your to your family, but you know, a third to God, I guess, is like chill. I mean, it kind of was two thirds to her family because in taking care of herself, she did marry her husband in her twenties, and she'd had like five kids by twenty seven. So okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, she got like half of the cult. Half the cult started the first third, and then the second third is like completing the cult and then joining. <laughs> I'm ready to the go ultra, to the flip side. The ultra nun club. <laughs> ready to go to the flip side. Yeah. Another recent article. This literally came out the same day as the other one. So I love the 180 we take here. California nun to plead guilty for stealing over $800,000 to help pay for gambling trips. Yes. So she swindled from a Catholic elementary school. And it helped pay for her gambling trips. Oh, federal prosecutor said. I thought there was going to be more to that. Uh, So she did some wire fraud, money laundering (laughs) for 10 years. (laughs) Yes. I just... No one would expect that. I think that's a good cover. If you are (laughs) trying to just, like, commit crimes. No one's going to be like, oh, the nun... I just feel like it's funny because these these kids are going to their, you know, daily church services or weekly if you're in an elementary school and someone's being like, 
be sure to donate. Be sure your parents are donating. And they're really me. funding. <laughs> to pay for expenses that the order would not have approved, much less paid for. Like, no shit. <laughs> the order's not like, go to some casino. Yeah. Double Mary- that money. <laughs> That's what Mary and Joseph were really doing in Bethlehem. Mm, yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's no yeah. room at the end because all the slots are in use. So, yeah. <laughs> so she oversaw tuition money, fees the school received, and charitable donations. So we just took from all of those pools. Yeah, that's oh. that's really. I don't. <laughs> Good for her. And as a last note on her. I don't know what else there is to say other than like congrats that's pretty impressive congrats. but also yeah. maybe i don't know you could have joined a bunko group or something yeah, i mean and there's probably there's like other you could join join the regular sorority fraternities and sororities get away with a lot of crimes so you could try that um what's a something like you could do, you know, a pyramid scheme. You could um, literally go to Chuck E. Cheese's. I mean, granted, it requires some money, but I don't yeah. think you can get into a position where you owe Chuck E. himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chuck E. Cheese is going to come for you, actually. Um, nope, it goes, all right, billionaires, <laughs> consecrated virgins, Carmelite nuns, Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese is the supreme <laughs> ruler. Thank you, Charles Entertainment Cheese, for your service to this world. She's just um, So she's due to be arraigned on July 1st, which is my oh, birthday. So I oh my God. That's, be you sure should to throw follow. a party for her. <laughs> That'll be my birthday party theme. Gambling nuns. <laughs> Wait, that'd be so fun. It would, actually. <laughs> my roommate had a funeral-themed birthday party, so I think um, Gambling Nuns is right on trend. Yeah. I went to a Shrek party um, this week, so, like... They just steal my fucking thunder, but okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was the fairy godmother. Okay. Um, Did you do the little TikTok trend that's like, yeah, I think the fairy godmother will be the most sugar-happy tonight, because we I, eat candy. It was... Yep. That was a trend that did actually happen, but I, what? <laughs> yeah, okay, perfect. <laughs> well, if you want to follow myself on Instagram, it's Meme Grit. Um, also, I am reactivating my dog's account, Radley Doggo. That's R-A-D-L-E-Y, and then Doggo, which I realize is an outdated millennial chewy term, but whatever. You have to ago. accept that you're a millennial. Yeah, I am. Um, we've been doing training. He's been doing really well. So I'm going to use that to document all his progress. Yay. Um, yeah, I, I don't have a dog that I'm training. Um, but <laughs> if you want to follow me, I'm pretty much Maddie Hoovy on everything except TikTok. I am Sad Trash Boat. Is and that um, a regular show reference? I didn't even say that in the third episode, Meg. So I know, but I couldn't even... think of the show to make the comment then, so I saved it for this week. Thank you so much. You're um, welcome. It is, all right, well, it's Rigby. Um, <laughs> but, and also, we we have a Twitter. Um, we're, we're gaining 13 followers. We're getting ooh, there ooh, ooh. on going to Hell Pod. 
the the two is the number two going to hell pod so we we post some fun updates on there um yeah that's that's kind of a it's kind of a wrap for this week um yeah, remember we're kind of busy and <laughs> rushing this but who cares it's good uh remember to like and subscribe and review only if you have positive things to say ideally i, I don't want any no bad reviews i'm I, too sensitive to constructive criticism so if you could just bury that in loads of compliments and then not include the constructive criticism part that would be yeah. perfect don't so. even sandwich theory it just make it bread <laughs> just I just love bread. bread i love straight bread so yeah perfect uh hopefully if not this week next week we will have our intro featured so yeah should be really fun um and we'll plug plug our intro people down below if it's here this week and if not we will do it next week perfect all righty right. name of the father son holy spirit a fucking man yeah <laughs>